Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who's rapping? Overkeen. Dragons are not overkeen. I'll dice them like a knife, slicing right through an aubergine. My dragon shelf flow is sweeter than a soda stream. You won't believe your eyes. I'm like an overload of dopamine. A broadsword in one hand and a magic spell in the other. I'm the last of the dragonborn. There's no other. My brother, so run for cover. If you've got scales, then I'm on your... Welcome to the 19th edition of a Skyrim Attic Podcast Roundtable. Hi, everybody. Hey. This is the sixth and final episode of Season 3, The Civil War. We are the show who compares and contrasts Skyrim experiences through a lively roundtable discussion by playing through the same quests with characters who have been randomly assigned drastically different attributes. Welcome, everyone. Hello. 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 And the show begins. And here we are at the end of yet another season, um, and we could discuss what's happening for next season. If anyone is interested, we will be concentrating on the Dawn Guard, and we're looking for some people to do some playthroughs with us. But if we uh, ask you if you do playthroughs with us, please send in audio feedback so that we can tack them onto the show and have a more lively and involved Skyrim community here. Absolutely. Speaking of that, did you get the email I forwarded it to you from someone like a week or two ago? Um, I I got something a few weeks ago, maybe. Maybe it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. The flat circle around here. <laughs> uh, yes, I do believe. If uh, I can open it up on my phone, actually. Um, yeah, I did get an email forwarded to you from not too long ago. I, I have replied to that personally. Oh, Caleb. It was from Caleb. That's it. And there was another person who, who was wrote, not, not too long before that either. Hmm. Okay, so actually we do have a couple of emails here for here from a, one from Caleb Howell, and mm-hmm. one from Damian Dennert. And there's a new email in the inbox here. Uh oh. See, someone Look named Tim. <laughs> well, uh, shoot, I'm just gonna launch into this and see what Tim has to say. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> And the rest of the roundtable participants, I only recently discovered Michael's podcast and I've caught up on past episodes. I may consider participating in the future myself if there is room for more. By the way, Andrew, I heard you say this is a heard you say this a number of times. How difficult is it to level restoration? I discovered Blight. Mm. It is in the school of restoration. I believe it does one point of health damage for for sixty seconds. Go into sneak and dual cast it at the gray beards repeatedly. Don't get caught or you're dead. <laughs> I set from 30 to 60 in about 15 minutes. Enjoy the show, Tim. Well, thanks for the email, Tim. I've never used Blight. I've never even heard of Blight. Me either. That shows how much I pay attention in the school it, of restoration. Is it maybe a mod or something? I think it might be, yeah. Not unless he got it from the Dawn Guard. Because there's a couple of Dawn Guard spells. I don't know whether there's. Um, uh, but yeah, Blight does sound like. Um, 
It sounds Those British to me. Hey, <laughs> Searched in the wrong place there. Um, we also have another email from Damien Dennert. Uh, he says, I would love to be part of Season 4 in whatever capacity is needed. Please provide me with info as to what equipment or programs I need to be a part of the podcast and character attributes. One request, please make me a female. I don't know if I have the power for that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, there are procedures now. That, uh, you can uh, take some hormone therapy for that sort of thing. Yeah. I've never played with a female. Well, that's just a coming-of-age type of story right there, I think. <laughs> he says, uh, thanks for your consideration, Damien Dinner. Damien, we'll totally get you some attributes, and you have to promise if you do play-alongs, just send us some audio feedback so that we can uh, get you involved. Uh, I also have email from Caleb Howell, and I can't pull up the original. Here we go. Oh, here's a forwarded one from Michael. Hey, guys. My name is Caleb, and over the past few months, I've really enjoyed the podcast, videos, and all the content you guys have put out. Well, thank you, Caleb. That's great. I started playing uh, Skyrim for the first time a year or so after it came out at first. played fairly casually, but after I put it down for a few years... It passed, and I continued to hear about the DLC that was being pumped out. When the Legendary Edition for Xbox 360 came out with all the new content, I plugged back in, and for about a year, I've been fully immersed in the addiction that is Skyrim. I could go on, but my email's real subject is twofold. Firstly, I want to thank you guys for the constant content that keep me entertained and my mind in Tamriel while I'm at work trying to sleep or, <laughs> or working at while you're at work trying to sleep. Nice. And even while I'm playing the game. It's awesome to find the podcast about a game that even four years after it's released still pumps out uh, new cool stuff. Secondly, I have been jumping around, finishing the episodes I've yet to complete, so I'm not remembering exactly what is up next for the series, but if you do plan on doing another roundtable in the future, I would love to participate. The podcast is always entertaining and has become a staple in my feed. Always appreciate the stuff that you guys do. Caleb Howell, a.k.a. Caleb Howell. Broke, Nord son of Skyrim, a.k.a. Tyvus Frey, the Breton assassin from High Rock, a.k.a. Collars Fay. Okay, yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's definitely one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. We are starting a season four. We'll probably start recording that in, I don't know, maybe a month or so. We usually wait about three weeks between recording sessions. So we'll definitely keep Caleb, Damien, and Tim in the loop. And uh, if you guys would like to participate, sometimes we do like to plug in an extra podcaster if one of us can't make it to the show. So do a play along with us and uh, keep up with us on the uh, quest that we're doing for that particular week. And we'd be glad to have you along. And uh, thanks, guys, for writing into the show. Anyone else would like to write in the show? It's, of course, SkyrimRoundTable at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's really cool. That's the most emails we've gotten in one session yet. <laughs> it's been a while since I had an email. Nobody emails me anymore. No, I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know if this was dumb, but I was gonna just play on my roundtable character, but just set my phone beside me and turn on the recorder and do a ten minutes in Skyrim. Oh, that's a just, cool idea. Just whatever oh, I was yeah. doing and just send yeah. it to you to tack on to the regular show. Well, no, that's a good idea because you know what? Because um, people can't always watch video, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like just listening and somebody play and talk to their playthrough. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, 
Uh, I have friends who like do show podcasts about shows and stuff where they do um, commentaries. So like you'll, oh, nice. you'll put it on along with the uh, show, uh-huh. whether it's whatever, Buffy, Angel, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> X-Files, whatever the show. Now, first time I heard people doing stuff like that was the uh, the guys like, who used like, to do Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, the riff tracks, yeah. The riff tracks, yeah, exactly. They just give you a tone to start at, and like whenever the movie starts, you click play, and then you have the commentary rolling at the same time. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of shows started picking up and doing that. It's It's a fun way to, you know kind of watch along with people without watching along yeah exactly um there's a movie podcast i listen to and they have watching parties where they will say okay at eight o'clock we are pressing play on this movie and everyone come to this thread and we'll all comment and rip on the movie like while it's that's cool i did i always thought that was a fun way to interact with the community (laughs) as well yeah i've also thought that maybe i'll just uh open up a feed uh, to the YouTube, a live feed on the YouTube page, and just point instead of at me, point the uh, my computer at my television, and just broadcast that way. <laughs> Dude, that's how how ghetto rigged I would have to be to, <laughs> to do my my ten minutes in video feed or whatever. Uh. So I don't know. I will hopefully. As soon as we get some hospital bills paid down for the baby, we'll hopefully be able to invest in some sort of uh, video recording equipment and or a new PC or something. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens when I get around to it here. Cool. But uh, thanks, for uh, everyone, for tuning in. And that's the show. Have a good, have a good week. Night, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's <Yeah. laughs> um, So the, uh, the quests we're getting into this week are the tail end of the Civil War and the Windhelm. Uh, city quests. Oh yeah. So um, Which we uh, will be stretched out on me. <laughs> I was I was just about to say it sounds like some of us had a little bit of trouble this week. Um, I certainly did. I know Michael certainly did with one particular, the same quest that I did, and Victor just had a whole different <laughs> story going on over <laughs> on his end. Yes, I did. Uh, pooch and screwed comes to mind. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No. Well, so we did the battle for Fort Amal and the battle for Fort Hragstad. The Amals, the Imperials, Hragstad was the Stormcloaks. And then the final battles for each uh, was Quest 29, the battle for Windhelm, and the battle for Solitude, and that would finish out this Civil War. Um, then we went on to the, the uh, Windhelm City Quest, Blood on the Ice is 30. 31 is Rise in the East. 32 is That Was Always There. And 33 is The White File. Uh, there's a part two to The White File that I was not able to do. Was anybody able to do part two of The White File quest, repairing the file? Yeah, I didn't get that this time yet either. I know I've done it in the past, but I, I didn't become available to me right away. Yeah, you have to have already opened up the throat of the world through the Greybeards, and I haven't even gone up the mountain yet, so... Yep. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I've done it a while back, but I didn't do it this time. So maybe we'll have, we'll have Colin describe it to us. Yeah, I've done all these quests at one time or another, but uh, yeah. I had some trouble getting... Yeah. Well, when I made up the schedule, I put the, the city quest after the uh, Civil War quests, and... That screwed me up because uh, I went and finished the Civil War and then tried to go back into Windhelm and then do the city quest, and 
everything was pretty much just screwed up and locked up, and certain people I needed to talk to wouldn't talk to me. Uh, the um, we can go ahead and uh, get into a little bit of blood on the ice there, Michael. What was the trouble you were having with blood well, on the you ice? Well, I waited until after I did the Civil War, also. Mm-hmm. So nothing started, but I did play it with my other character. Yeah. So I, okay. I played a pacifist, um, and actually Woundfirth is currently in jail. So. Attaboy. <laughs> but uh, I haven't gone. I haven't. I had to go le- out and level up, so I haven't actually leveled up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to leave the whole entire hold, not just the city, and level up. Apparently. Okay. So yeah. But uh, yeah, you go there, you see everybody stand. The problem I ran into is at first, where you see everybody standing around the dead body in the graveyard. Um, the guard just walked on by <laughs> and never did anything. The guard was just like, all right, hey. Nope. No, 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 I got nothing on here. this dead body right here that I'm walking by. I got nothing on it. Uh, and I was like, um, sure, you don't want to talk to me, please? <laughs> I, don't. I don't really so uh yeah so i could not start it because of that and uh that was the issue i was having with that but anyway if you if it was working you would uh talk to the guard then talk to the three people investigate the grave um and then i believe you go talk to your left after that um i think that's kind of optional if you want to talk to your life yeah or... a lot of the things are technically optional in that aren't yeah. they yeah, yeah, I find that the quest pointers will make you think that you have to, but they're just kind of suggestions in this quest, I think. Yeah, there, there's a lot of optional things with this quest. Because like, you can just break into the house and find the pamphlets, I believe, to kick it off also. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, you, um, that's, that's what I had to do because I couldn't get anyone to talk to me around the dead body. So I just went and broke in to... Yeah. Uh, how is that house pronounced? Is it Hiram? Uh, Hiram, I think. Hiram? Yes. Hiram? I don't know if it rhymes with Skyrim or Hiram. Whatever. Uh, but I broke into the house and searched the chest and found the secret um, necromancer laboratory and the... Did you find the amulet? What's the am- Yeah, I found the amulet. What's it called? It's like strange amulet or something. That thing is so easy to miss. Yeah, yeah and, and it's one of the easy, more easily bugged out things in the game. Yeah. I have found. Like if yeah, you know it's, it's there, it's you can find it. But if you don't know about it... Um... But even after you find it, the, um, you can sell it later on in the quest. And if you, yeah. don't, if you don't sell it, um, then it can get bugged out at that step, too. So there's not only is it super buggy, but it can be bugged out in multiple, multiple yeah. steps throughout the quest. So yeah. you have to be careful with that damn thing. Because I didn't sell it one time, and it completely screwed everything up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was it was weird. I, I don't know why. It'll it'll stay in your um your inventory and you won't be able to get it out because it's still class quest item and it won't yeah. change. It won't change as well. Yeah, you have to you have to sell it to um Calixto. Calixto. Yeah. And then once you meet up with him again later, it it, it becomes not the wheelstone but something else. Necromancer's amulet. The necromancer's yes, amulet. Yeah, yeah. But do you, you have to sell it because I don't think I've. Sold it. I mean, I've had the if, question. If you're, lucky and it, if you're lucky and it doesn't bug, then you're fine. Yeah. But a lot yeah, of I people think... have written in saying that it bugs out if you do not sell it initially. Maybe yeah, that's no, we're, we're, no, we're fine, Victor, because with the um, 
the unofficial patches. Oh right, the patches did it. Because the the first time I played it through, of course, was on my 360, and and I I didn't even realize there was a second half to the quest. I just went, oh, it's done, and went yeah. off and, did, you know, <laughs> and, and never never even you know realized there was more to it. Poor Wound for us rotted away in jail. He sure did. <laughs> Poor buddy. <laughs> He's sitting in there going, he'll be back soon. Once there's another That's murder, right. I'll be free and I can shove it in his face. Yeah, he's thinking, that goddamn amulet again. Did you ever find another body around Windhelm anywhere? I don't know. In that remember. case? Um, I, I think another body will pop up near the Candle Hearth Hall, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they kill the one person at, as the quest advances. Um, uh, he is by Candle Hearth, yeah. I'm yeah. such a scatterbrain, I probably wouldn't even have noticed. Yeah, and then um, I, I don't think I've ever found that body, but I've heard about it. You know what I mean? You, found, yeah. you talk to someone and you hear about it. Uh, and then the end of the quest is where he's like, but you know what's funny? At the end of the quest, when he's in the market, uh, about when Calixto's in the market, about to stab the I'm person. About to, about to take another victim. Yeah, like if you go there at a certain time, he's already there just waiting. <laughs> and he'll just be there standing there with like a knife in his hand ready to stab somebody in the back. So it's like, like the two of you staring at each other yeah. from across the courtyard. <laughs> and he's there for like six hours. I'm like, <laughs> is anybody suspicious here of what's going yeah, on? Right. <laughs> And this this guy uh, is totally cool. There's no, he's not up to anything. Yeah, no, he's just gonna stab somebody in the back. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> he does it all the time. Yeah, it's no biggie, no big deal. <laughs> and so this is kind of a, a long quest, uh, lots of running around back and forth. But at least it's all within the city limits, I believe. They don't make you leave the city, right? Uh, you only have to leave. Well, you do have to leave to level up and stuff. To, to so yeah, tell us about that. What 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 happens with that? It's after the first part. Um, I think after you break into the house or uh -huh. success. Um, and then before the second person, after you get, I think it's it was after you get Wombfirth arrested. Uh, it might be after the arrest. Yeah, you but to, you you don't have to get Wombfirth arrested. You know when you talk to the woman. Yeah. Uh, and she says, oh, you better take this to the Jarl. Don't take it to Woundforth. He'll kill you. If uh, you go directly to Woundforth, he says to you, no, I'm not a necromancer. I'm with the College of Winterhold in good standing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then he goes, I've been trying to catch the killer. And then he tells you, I think the killer's going to attack tonight. And then you go out, or tomorrow night, and then you go down. And you can finish it all in one sitting. You don't have to go out and come back. I forgot about that. That's right. I think that happened to me in one of my many playthroughs I did that one yeah so but if you if you don't go to Woundforth right if away you to, then, then you yeah. do have to exit the city and level up yeah yeah see I think that's maybe what happened with um, you remember a couple episodes ago I had trouble getting the Falk Firebeard letter to progress on one of the the quests and 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 uh, solitude that's the Potema quest yeah yeah um and that also, when I was reading through the notes, said that you had to leave Solitude and level up before it would launch. I think that I didn't leave the hold. I think they I mean you have to leave whatever hold Solitude. Hjalmarch? Hjalmarch. No. Yeah. yeah. Hjalmarch, yeah. So I, I just think that I didn't leave the hold. And when I said, screw this, I'm tired of messing with it, then I went up to Solstheim and played around for a long time. Then I came back, and all of a sudden the courier's like, oh, here, I have a letter for you. He actually gave me two letters. He gave me the one for um, 
the unearthed quest, the final step of that, and the Falk Firebeard letter at the same time. And I actually pickpocketed the letter from Falk trying to get it to launch, so now I have two letters from Falk Firebeard in my, <laughs> in, oh, in my inventory, and I can't get rid of one of them. So, That's anyway, not... yeah, this, this game has lots of little uh, keys like that that you can't see at the surface that you have to dig in and do a little bit of research to find out what the F is going on. But, um... So yeah, what's what else is happening here with Blood on the Ice? Did we get through it pretty much? What is the Wheelstone? What is that whole interaction, hmm. Colin? Do you know what the Wheelstone's all about? The Wheelstone? The Wheelstone? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really recognize. Yeah, the amulet was confused at one point. Like the guy was like, "Oh, this is the Wheelstone," and someone was like, "No, this is the Necromancer's amulet." Did you yeah, read no, anything about that? Uh, no. Well, that's what. Um... Calixto tells you, isn't it? He tells you that this is uh, the wheelstone that belongs to the court mage and of Windhelm, <laughs> and he always has it because he's trying to point you in the direction of Woundforth, saying that Woundforth is the killer. That's why he's right. planted his trap. Um, okay. Planted all the like the what you call it? So I've forgotten them. The, the diaries and uh-huh, the journals, yeah. Yeah. And the so the he, flyers, the beware the butcher flyers or whatever. Um. So what is the Necromancer's Amulet? Does it actually have any cool powers? Does it do anything uh, for you? It do, Well, it does not both, because once you finish the quest uh, and you kill Calixto um, and you take the amulet off him, it only works if you've sold it to him. So when you finally kill him and then take the amulet off of him, it will change and become the Necromancer's Amulet, which I think in the vanilla game uh, says that... Um, was it conjuration costs twenty five percent less, but your health and something else regenerates slower? Something along those lines. Hmm. My one it was changed by my mod, so my one was conjuration is twenty five percent more powerful. My health regenerated a hundred percent faster. I had one hundred and fifty points of a magicka, but my wow. health and my health and magicka regenerated fifty times slower. Oh, 50%, 50% slower. I was going to say 50 times. Yikes. <laughs> That'll be really slow. <laughs> yes. See, I don't know. I think I'd rather have your amulet than the one that was in the vanilla game, I think. And what was the vanilla game one? It wasn't too much. It just... I don't think it had a, a magic. But you said it had some sort of magic bonus, but your health regenerated more slowly, right? Yeah, I think it was a. It's in the Conjuration League. I, I think it's like you know reanimating dead bodies. Yeah. No. Well, uh, did everyone have fun in Calixto's House of Curiosities? <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of stuff in there. He did does. you take the tour? He he offers to give you. Yes. Tour. Yeah, I have done the tour in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what he was pointing out. Was there anything important in there, Victor, that you need to take note of? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> just, that's like one of the, the lamest little things in the whole game. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like, it is the worst uh, museum on the face of the earth. I think so. He's probably, and, and that's, maybe they wrote that in deliberately because he's really just a murderer and not really. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a museum yeah. keeper. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, it's not even as good as, as Silas, as, as Silas, what's his name's museum over oh, there? Up at, uh. What's that, Dawnstar? Yeah, Dawnstar, there's the, the yeah. Dawnstar, the what yeah. did, whatever that secret 
That's the Maroon's Razor. Yeah. 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 Secret Society. What What were those people Myth- called? Mystic Dawn. Yeah. There you go. Mythic Dawn. Sorry. Dawn. Yeah. 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 PM Dawn. No, it's a pretty rotten, uh, pretty rotten museum tour. I gotta say. <laughs> I stole the fork. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Balbus's fork or something? Like I that? forget whose it is. Yeah, but I had to steal something, so I stole a fork. Can you enchant forks and spoons and stuff? Uh, I I think you can. Paralyze a fork of par- paralysis fork. Didn't didn't Gopher notoriously kill somebody with a spoon or something like that? Oh, so oh that's great. One, Good one job. Playthroughs, yeah. Um, so yeah. Cut his heart out with a spoon. Yeah. Why don't you use a spoon? It'll hurt more, you twit. <laughs> Can anyone name that movie? Something Monty uh, Python. Sucky, sucky movie, awful movie, <laughs> worst uh, English English accent of all time movie. <laughs> he doesn't even have an English accent, does he? Yeah, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yes, no. exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner has zero hint of a of a of an English accent at all as Robin wow. Hood. I thought that was great. All right. Um, anything else for Blood on the Ice, gentlemen? I think we'll just do the uh, city quest, and then we'll go back and do the end of the Civil War at the. Because this is how you should actually play it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, do, do, do your def- city quest first, guys. Definitely do that first, because uh, <laughs> otherwise you're gonna glitch everything out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it glitched out two of the quests. I couldn't do. Um, was it Rise and the... No, that was always there. I couldn't do that one either because Viola Giordano wouldn't speak to me. Well, and as a Stormcloak, if you do Solitude first, you can't start Rise in the East because the guard is not standing next to the door of the warehouse in Solitude. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, do your city quest first. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, with both of those... Um, was it, when I started Rise in the East, I just walked into the... Um, was at the offices at Windhelm and okay, talked to the guy. And started there too. Okay, I wasn't sure if you had to if you had to get the prompt from the guard in Solitude or not, but he's not there, so. I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But you said you can you can push it through by just going straight to, uh, the dock office there. Yeah, because I was looking for people to um, help, um, so I could become Thane as well. Uh, and yep. uh, I wasn't going to help any stinky Argonian, so I was looking <laughs> for some proper people. And, uh, <laughs> real, real people with a capital P. That's it. All right, so let's get into Rise in the East then, Colin. What, what do you, what are your feelings here? What, what happened? Um, uh, oh, sorry, a walkthrough. You mean? Yeah. Um, so uh, Rise in the East. Um, it turns out that um, a local family. Uh, everybody's been attacked by pirates, especially um, the. Um, East Empire Company is it the East India Empire Company or the East <laughs> East Empire? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're the being Empire Company is something real. Uh, they're being attacked uh, by pirates, and everybody is apart from this one family, which is the Cruelty, not Cruelties, the, Sh- uh, the some not Shatter Shields. Um, the yeah, yeah, Shatter Shield. Is it Shatter Shield? Shatter Shield Clan. Yeah. And. Yeah. Okay. If um, the guy who is running the offices in Windhelm, which are closing down, and uh, there's nothing in there, he's just there cleaning up, uh, says if you go to 
um, this local Dunma, and she keeps the books, the journals for uh, Clan Shatter, not Shattershield, uh, yeah, Shattershield, um, and find out if they know anything about these uh, pirates. So you go agree to it, and he offers you money for it. So you have to break into the offices, and um, you have to while you're sneaking, you have to stand up, or else you'll miss the um, the journal. Yep. <laughs> I may have left there without it and had to go back. <laughs> so where uh, where is it hidden that you miss it if you're crouched? Uh, it's behind a, a ledger where you know where you have to forge the numbers for the thieves guild. Yeah. If you walk right up to the table, all you can activate is just the ledger, and you can't actually see the book. But the um, the quest marker is pointing right at this book, so you keep on continuously at <laughs> going up the ledger. ledger. <laughs> and it's like, well, you haven't got a thieves guild quest. There's nothing here, and so like, you have to stand up and then see the book behind the book. Ah. And then you pick it up, and then it's it points you in the direction of um, these pirates who hang out up at Dawnstar. So you bring back the book, and the guy tells you, right, if you go off to Dawnstar and find out where they're hiding out, where they're launching these attacks from, so you go to Dawnstar, you either talk to the captain, you can either bribe him, persuade him, or um, was it intimidate him, uh, or you can walk in, hear him, uh, given the um, the barmaid a load of crap, and then kill him and all his men and take the note that's on his dead body. Uh, and that'll tell you where the, all the pirates are hiding out at Jeffett's Folly. One of one of my uh, favorite loot comments is in that exchange between the captain and the uh, the menstrual lady in there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember it, so you're going to have to... I don't know. She says something about, oh, I'm going to smack you in the mouth or something like that. And then he replies with, we've got other things in mind for our mouths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's when Janaria drew, drew her sword. She might have the, might have the, uh, the worst singing voice in the whole of Tamriel, but she doesn't deserve that kind of rudeness. <laughs> So uh, that's when they all died. Uh, and then once you you find uh, that they're hiding out at Jeff, it's folly. So then you go back out and you hire the little boat to take you back to Windhelm. And you go into the um, Windhelm offices. And, well, by the time you get there, um, the woman who's in charge, I can't remember her name. Adelasia Vendici. No wonder I didn't remember it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You speak to her and she says, right, we're off. We're going to take a ship and we're going to go after these pirates. Uh, but the guy who's in charge of it, Halden, is this um, battle mage. Um, really scary battle mage. And um, so you got to be on your toes and you proved helpful, so come along with us. So you get in the boat and there's a load screen and you get there and she says, we want you to, we can't see the place properly. It's all covered in mist because this battle mage is doing it. So we need you to sneak in there, take care of him, so we can launch a, a whole attack on the, the whole place. So you go in there, you sneak into the cave, and you go through, kill a f three or four people, get a hold and kill him, and then you come out, and then there's like a barrage of <laughs> hail of fire outside, which nearly killed you every single time. Uh, and then you sort of, like, you know, you run down to the really? and miss him. So, yeah. so that's interesting, because uh, I, I ran through that and didn't get hurt at all by the by the artillery. Oh, I've been killed by it in the past. Really? <laughs> I, see, I was wondering, because I, I was wondering if maybe uh, uh, it was just, like not meant to hurt you. Uh, oh, so no. It was friendly <laughs> fire or something. Huh. 
Well, I mean, it's definitely friendly fire, but it can still yeah. rock it, your ass. Yeah, yeah I, the first couple times, I, or the very first time I did it, I know I died out there a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, this time, not so much, since I had all, like, dragon armor on and stuff, so. Yeah. It's a really well, odd little quest, because it's, it's like this weird you know place outside of of nowhere you yeah that's know. i was going to make that comment too like it's it's one of those places that has a load screen and then all of a sudden you're in a new location that yep. it's i off didn't the even map. open i didn't even open up the map to look but yeah it's one yeah, of those it's, it's like, way out in the clouds it, yeah. it takes you somewhere where you couldn't get to otherwise you know it's like I mean? the the fridge or whatever the hell they call the the uh oh, yeah. the prison in, in the jail in for winterhold the, the jail for winterhold yeah mm-hmm. it's it's out in the same sort of area out there so could you find that boat if you just went out swimming up north, or it's only there for this quest? I, you probably could. Could, could you because find Jaffet's Folly? I don't know, but I found, that's how I found the, the, the Winterhold prison. Well, I was out there swimming. swimming swimming around. Yeah, I just found it. So it's out there, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if you can get the Jaffet's Folly. Probably um, not, because, they're, they're, yeah, there is a load screen, right? So, yeah. A special weird load screen, yeah. Well, there, there's a load screen to go to Hark, uh, Volcare, Volcare or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah but, where but you, you can, can still swim it. to that, but too. But you can yeah. swim to that also, right? And you can see yeah. it from the shore as well, on the northwest shoreline. Yeah. I'm going to ask Google. <laughs> ask Google. <laughs> ask UESP. Um, uh, so... When I was running around in Jaffet's Folly, there's this uh, door that you can go out, which is where you're supposed to leave and go back down to the docks, and that's where um, Colin was saying that the the fire from um, what's her name, Adelasia Vendici, starts coming. They start, you know, launching cannonballs, and they start blowing stuff up all over the place. Well, before I went up to fight um, Halden, I went out there and killed. The pirates. What are those pirates called? They had a weird name, like Blood Horkers. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Blood Horker pirates were all out there, and I fought them, and there wasn't any cannon fire going on um, at the time. But then I went, after I cleared everyone out, I went back up to the building and all the way back up into the tower, fought Halden, and came out again. And even though everyone was dead, they were still launching cannonballs at me at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, I've done the same thing. <laughs> It's just like, what are you guys doing? They're all dead. Why are you shooting at me now? Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted to do a frontal assault instead of like sneaking in and going up the back way. I wanted to do a frontal assault, but you can't get in because you need yeah. a key. Yeah. To, that's an exit, not an entrance. I tried the same thing. Yeah. No. no. So but I was playing with I was playing with a different character. He was rather underpowered for the whole thing. Anyway, it was it was a little uh, rough. That's a long story, though. If you'd like me to tell that. I will. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I actually would. You want to do that now? Oh, whenever we can we can discuss that later. If Just you remember to bring that up again in the in the uh, the, the triage section. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a box of tissues ready. <laughs> yeah, I will say. Uh, are we? Because uh, one thing on the front end of this quest, if you talk to uh, what's her name, the the Shatter Shield. Uh, you know, when you first enter Windhelm in the game and you uh, you walk in and there's a Dunmer and there's two nasty Nords and they're... Uh, if you talk to her after that conversation and she asks you if you hate the Dunmer and you say no and you say and she says well you know you're you're you know you're unusual and so on and so forth uh, you have now befriended her if if that's the case then you can simply walk into the Shatter Shield offices stroll right in there 
take the the journal and walk out, and she won't even care, uh, huh. which is what I did. Because um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I mean, I, cause I was sneaking around in there and I stood up and, and there's like all, all kinds of stuff that's labeled take instead of steal. And I thought, oh yeah, I talked to her. She was very nice to me and I was nice to her. And <laughs> <laughs> so I walked over and grabbed the journal and said, thank you very much. And we chatted a little bit and I left, you know, so it's like, have fun with that. Yeah. I'm just about to ruin your career. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll just bring a little, little friendly competition. That's Did all. you find anything in her house uh, linking her to the, the blood horkers or anything in any manner? No, but I have to say that's one of the worst names for a group of pirates. I've never heard of. It's really like necrotic ter- tuberculosis or something. You know, horkers do. <laughs> that's funny, but they do not. They're not, and they do not bring like a, a feeling of intimidation. Not really. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's like blood horkers. Oh, it seems like someone just came up and beat up on a horker, and yeah, it yeah. was on the defensive and still got its ass beat. Yeah. Uh, did uh, Halden have any cool treasure or anything? What did I get out of Halden? I don't even remember if there was any good. Uh, I don't remember. There was some loot. It wasn't good. Enchanted stuff or not? It wasn't great. I think there was something elven in there and and a couple of gems. Well, I will say that I'm playing. I played that with a a very specific character that I've built um, to use a few mods that I've been that I've been wanting to try out for a long time. And so he's he uh, picked up some interesting stuff but it's all mod related some jewelry and and uh um some things like that so nothing that you would pick up in the vanilla game mm-hmm. yeah, same uh, here mine had um, a named two-handed weapon was he a two-handed weapon in the xbox version when he was when you were fighting him i, I believe so i thought so well, he had it on his back anyway i hit him oh. with shots so i he never right. had a chance to get it out in my version, he was. <laughs> Rot row. Uh, oh. Hmm. Uh oh. What happened, Victor? Oh, nothing. No, I think it was just a. Uh... Well, no, there you go. Okay, sorry. No, it was. It was another. It was another tab. Sorry, something. Some script f- fried, and and another tab I had open. So, um, uh, no, he uh, he was a shock mage in. In, uh, in my version, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's supposed to be a badass battle mage, according to the guy oh, in the Windhelm yeah. offices. Yeah, and I was like, in, and as I was fighting him, I was saying, how can somebody who uses a two-handed weapon be a battle mage? That's got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Have to keep <laughs> sheathing their weapon in order to use their magic. Yeah. yeah. So I kept wailing on him with the bloody uh, with the sword because I was angry because I saved just before the fight because the guy even said. And I went in there. He had, when I killed him, he had, as I said, the guy immersive armors gave him a named weapon, this big two-handed thing with blue runes on it. it looked really, really nice. Yeah, that and sounds nice. I was he was wearing um, ritual of Boethia armor, mm. and he had like some serious wow. um, spells on him. He had fireballs and things like that. And he couldn't hurt and fly. At <laughs> one point, I actually sheathed my weapon, and he couldn't even get through her armor. Basically, wow. the health bar went down like two or three pieces, and I had it on legendary. And I was like, "This just bloody sucks!" And just, I just got angry at the bloody thing, killed him twice. 
Yeah, I was playing on Master, and he he uh, uh, he was all shocked. But look, I mean, the his his horkers were uh, were far more terrible than he was. I had a hard time getting through them. And once I got to him, of course, I just it happened in this playthrough. I had I grabbed uh, Zakrisa, so I had uh, a lot of shock resistance. Um, resistance. So he, awesome. he was he was really easy to kill. Um, See, so. you guys are always smart doing that, carrying around the appropriate potions or jewelry with, you know, uh, magic resistance and all that. I never carry around that. Well, sort of there's shit. there's a really cool mod. I think I think it's uh, Bandoliers that does it, but uh, uh, there's a mod called Bandoliers Bags and Pouches that I use a lot. And one of the things that it does is it allows you to uh, um, smith these the dragon masks into these little belt mounted things so oh, you, nice. it's really nice yeah so you don't have to wear the mask you can you know you can add it as a as a buff uh so i was wearing zocrisos on my belt oh, uh, <laughs> you, you get the the actual perks from it then oh yeah yeah you still get the awesome. perks. you can only it only allows you to wear two of them to smith two of them so you can't like ring yourself with all the masks yeah because there's slots, you know, there's body slots. The the way the way the game is, it's a limitation of the game itself, yeah. not the mods. But there's there's all there's various body slots, and you can only use up all so many body slots, yeah. and that's it. Don't you wish that you actually had ten fingers in the game as well? No, actually, I think it, would, it would just overpower <laughs> the whole thing. But yeah, uh, that, that would it, it would no longer be fun, you know. That that's called God mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. TGM. Yeah, I think I was actually I, I was I think I was playing on Master or what what's right below Legendary Master. Master, Master. Yeah, I was yeah, on Master, and I ended up I figured it would be a tough battle. I ended up one shotting him, and I was like, oh damn! Oh that, wow, that was not good. What weapon were you using? Are you, uh, said, are you dragon, on a dragon bow or something? Yeah, with all kinds of stuff on it, and dragon bone arrows. Um, nice. I smithed my first arrow the other day. Yay! <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> they don't weigh anything. <laughs> I um uh, I finally got my smithing up to 100, so I made a full set of uh, dragon plate uh, armor and made some dragon weapons for Stenvar to carry around, and uh, made my first dragon arrows. What are they called? Dragon bone arrows, I guess. Yep, the dragon but, uh, arrows. Yeah. Gave a couple dragon. to Stenvar for him to shoot for me to harvest. So. Nice. Even though you know I did that. Right as we were ending the last mission of this season, so. <laughs> but, sorry, I interrupted you, Michael. Oh no, no, that was. Uh, I think that was all I, I did there. Yeah, because yeah, everybody else, obviously, I was one shotting all the people, but that was they were randoms. I figured at the end it would be really tough. Um, Are you carrying a weapon besides the bow? I'm carrying. Yeah, I'm carrying a war axe and a uh, battle axe. Ooh. And the shield, because I I've been bouncing around between all three, to uh-huh. pretty balanced. Um, I think my archery is the highest, like in the seventies, but the other two in, are in the fifties. Are um, axes your preferred weapons? I just went with them this time. Uh, I'm not like ever used. Axe. Yeah, I do like the battle axe. Yeah. War axe I haven't really used that much, but uh, this time I just liked it for this character. And when you have a one-handed weapon, do you usually have a shield up as well, or do you put a spell in the other hand? Uh, I've been mixing it up recently. Though I've been using a shield because I've been trying to build up the block skill. Mm-hmm. That's always good. I didn't introduce any of our characters or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just dove right in, didn't we? Just dove right in. 
Uh, Michael, why don't you tell us about your character real quick? Uh, let's see if I can remember. Uh, my character is a female female orc, um, Mrs. Peabody. Uh, she was concentrating on smithing, enchanting, and the light armor. The only thing I didn't get, I don't think I got light armor to 100. I think I'm in the 80 range. Um, smithing and chanting obviously got to 100 quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've been pretty balanced otherwise because I was Steve's Guild and uh, so I had some sneak and pickpocket and things like that. Um, the only things that I really haven't done are heavy armor and uh, a lot of conjuration or restoration. So everything else I've at least done some of. Oh, very nice. I've been trying to go a little more balanced with this one. That is the right idea, I believe. I explained last time how I only concentrated in like the three different attributes I was assigned and got all those to 100, and then I went back down to ones that are at 15 or 20. <laughs> and they're so, it's, they're so weak now yeah. that it's impossible to use them. I still have to lean on my ones that have already got to 100 in order just to level those up a little bit to get them stronger so that I can use them battle. Uh, so, Colin, why don't you tell us about your character real quick before we move on. Um, my name's character's name is Jonaria Arkvalen. Uh, she's a Dunma, um, concentrating in destruction magic, sneak, and smithing. Um, she's got a hundred in all three. Um, she had the Thieves Guild. Um, she's the, she's got the, all, done the whole lot of that. Um, what else? Uh, her, her magicka spread or her stat spread was uh, two magicka, three health, and one stamina. Um, you have any followers with you? You still have Cicero or anybody? I still have Cicero as my follower. That's why I had to do the Dark Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's essential. Um, the couple of times there, he should have died and he didn't. Took a knee. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think he might actually be essential. Um, I was gonna say. Um, I was thinking for the um, just a, a little tiny little aside, just quickly uh, for the next um, series, we probably won't need follower assignments because we're just gonna have Serana, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you have Serana and another follower at the same time? I don't think only only when you're you're clearing out the crypt when you first go and find her. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the only time you have a follower. When she comes back um, to pick you up at Fort Dawnguard. Um, she says only you, um, your friend's going to have to stay here. So mm-hmm. for the rest of the, the mission, it's just you and her. We, uh, me and um, what's his name, uh, Victor can do it because we have. Sorry, there. Have console commands. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, uh, no, we can. Um, we've got uh, mods that affect the uh, followers, so we can have like three or four following us at the same time. Uh, just real quick, uh, speaking of followers. Um, I was not allowed to take anyone with me on our boat ride on um, oh, the no. quest we just talked about, Rise in the East. When we okay. went, when you go to that island, um, God, what I just lost it. Jaffet's Folly. None of my people came with me. Hmm. Hmm. Anybody else have that happen? Yeah, well, actually, anyway. So uh, yeah, same yeah, here. Anyway. Yeah. 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 I wanted to went for the fight. <laughs> that's how want. I. That's how I knew something was weird about this load screen and going to this island. So it's like the, this is weird in the game mechanics somehow because uh, my follower Stenvar was not around. My my dog Vigilance was not around, and I have brother Verilus from 
the um, A Taste of Death quest that we'll actually get into next season. Um, he he is also uh, essential, so he takes a knee and like. But he none of them were allowed to come with me on the boat, so I just hmm. thought that was worth mentioning. It just goes to show it's that it is a weird sort of nether region of Skyrim. I don't let you go to. And uh, since we'll save Victor for last for this little uh, character introduction part, I will go ahead and say that my character is a female wood elf named Geldir Borwin with emphasis in archery, which is 100, alchemy 100, and alteration 100. Uh, this is the first character I've actually gotten all my skills up to 100 in because I had restoration uh, as one of my assigned skills last time, and as our emailer to the show reminded us, Andrew sucks at restoration. Geldir is pretty cool it's the first time I've ever played an archer character and uh, I think you guys might be swaying me in that direction that archery is not so bad that's the only way to play really I used to hate it Uh, but now that I can just one shot giants and stuff like that like bust out the bound bow and you can take down dragons in two or three shots it's, it's pretty sweet um, let's see, what else about Geldir? I don't really, I don't really know. It's a wood elf. She's ugly as all sin. And I need to go visit the face changer down in Riften. See if we can pretty her up a little bit. Um, and I think that's all for my character. Uh, Victor, would we, would you like me to play like some funeral music or? Oh no, that's okay. We'll, we'll, uh. We'll send so, flowers at least. Yeah. Black flowers, please. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my character's name is was uh, Faldir Wintermane. Uh, he's a Nord of an ancient. Yes, and uh, <laughs> all right. well, he's not necessarily dead, but uh, uh, let's just say that after uh, completing the the anchor quests for this season, uh, Faldir had some family issues that he had to attend to, <laughs> and uh, could not. Um, uh, embark on the other quests that we were assigned. So he called his friend Dorian Stentor, who is a merchant uh, trader and occasional treasure hunter, uh, and said, listen, Dorian, uh, you know, man, I got to go back to Cyrodiil and hang out with fam, and uh, uh, could you, you know, like stand in for me? And Dorian said, well, yeah, okay, fine. So uh, so the uh, the city quests were accomplished by Dorian Stentor, who is a Breton, uh, cousin to uh, Sibyl Stentor. Stentor, who you might recognize from Solitude. Um, and uh, so that's uh, – Faldir's original uh, stats were supposed to be, I th- think, 3 to one uh, in the health, stamina, magic, and he was concentrating on conjuration and block and pickpocket. And he was quite high in all of those, uh, using some interesting conjuration spells from Apocalypse, which is a magic mod, uh, and his favorite uh, conjured wraith uh, that he was very, very happy to use regularly. Um and uh, that's about it for Faldir, poor guy. We'll talk about more about him during the Civil War stuff, though. Uh, sounds good. I wish that we had access to that Wraith in the vanilla game. That always sounds like a really fun, useful 
spell. To yeah, me. the Avenging Wraith is great. Uh, she she actually Dorian uses her too, so she she played prominently on uh, Jaffet's Folly. Oh, very nice. Now, well, we're sorry to uh, say goodbye to Fall Deer, at least for now. I... Yeah, he may be back. He's got family issues to take care of, and uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll be back. Well, uh, uh, do you remember anything about the quest that was always there, Victor? Yes. Well, uh, uh, Dorian, on his uh, travels, uh, since he being a merchant, um, he spends a lot of time in the uh, various, uh, you know, stores and taverns and smithies across Skyrim. And on visiting, uh, I forget what it's called now, in Windhelm, uh, the, uh, oh, whatever the store is, it's Revik's store, I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't remember the, the, yeah, I can't remember the name of the, uh, uh, the store. Anyway, you go in there and, and he... Um, was talking about how all, all of his stuff is legitimately uh, procured, and uh, then is it he, Sadri's used wares. Is that what Sadri's used wares? Thank you. Yes. Uh, and and then immediately launches into this long whine about how he sort of uh, procured a ring, and it turns out to have been. Of course, you don't believe a word of it. He's completely <laughs> full of crap. Um, and. Uh, but you are allowed to offer to return the ring for him, uh, which turns out it's going to be a little more complicated than it sounds. You're supposed to plant it in uh, Viola de Giordano's uh, uh, house. Uh, and but you know what? You know Dorian smells a rat easily, being a merchant that he is. Uh, and so, unlike many of my other playthroughs, uh, Dorian immediately went and found Viola and said, "Hey, I think this ring is yours." <laughs> and she says, aha, it is my ring. And uh, then launches into some diatribe about how she's going to make sure that Sadri gets taxed thrice, twice, and more by, by the Jarl. And, uh, and she gives you 400 gold or whatever is the leveled amount that you're supposed to get. And uh, you go on your merry way. It's a very short little quest uh, if you play it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next time you walk into Sadri's used wares, uh, he he's you know he's kind of peeved, but but he's still willing to sell you stuff. So, <laughs> well, he's still sell you stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, he says something about you rotten bastard or something like that, and then, mm-hmm. and then just goes ahead on. And that's that's basically the quest. It's not it's not very complicated. Yeah, well, I'm I'm with Victor on this one. That's how also how I played the the quest without even realizing what I was doing. I just happened to cross her path and was just kind of talking to everyone in town while I was running around. And then I was like, I, I wasn't even ready actually to play this quest yet, but I had the ring already and I came across her and spoke with her and I noticed, oh wait, there's some interesting dialogue here. Oh, that's that ring. Yeah. Okay. So I just, you know, I, I also gave her her ring back and, you know, told her that Sadri was up to no good. <laughs> I think I must. I think I did this early on with my character and didn't realize it while I was playing the uh, going through the Thieves Guild part. It's I, easy to breeze through, it seems yeah. like. Because I went back to go do it and I'm standing there and I'm talking to him and I'm like, uh, "All right, why aren't you telling me about the ring? <laughs> Where's the ring? Yeah. Why aren't you telling me about the ring? And what's with your shitty attitude?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, I want to get this done. What's the deal? I must have already done it a long time ago and not realized. Yeah. Colin, did you were, were you the one who played the quest correctly? 
Well, as everybody knows, Dunmer do not lie, and he was. He was um, hoodwinked <laughs> into buying that ring, so uh, <laughs> we uh, we replaced it to uh, that uh, stupid Nord who uh, threw her ring on the floor or something, <laughs> and lost it in the pub when she was fawning over Captain Lonely Gale again. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Poor Viola. <laughs> that's usually how I play it. I usually return it to her dresser or whatever you have to do, or... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, you just have to Me sneak too. into her house yeah. and plant it back in her. It, it seems like a Thieves Guild quest. Yeah, I think way, I almost. was stealing other things from her house at the time when I returned it. So. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I robbed the bitch blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I have to say that it, I had also done it with Faldir before before this, uh, um, or part of it anyway. I I had prepared to do it by simply pickpocketing Viola's ring because Faldir uh, was a master pickpocket since he that was one of his uh, uh, skills uh, and he could pickpocket pretty much anything from anybody uh, so I already had her I already had her key I was already ready to, to go get the ring but uh, or plant plant the ring but then well, then Faldir had to leave so <laughs> there is one benefit to playing it um, so that you return the ring, so so that uh, Revan Sadri does not get in trouble, and that uh, he is the only speech trainer and trader in the game. Um, so you know you can do that thing where you uh, have them as your follower. You if you you can have them as your follower and get pay for speech training. And then oh. go into his inventory and take your money right back. Oh. <laughs> so if if you're into doing that thing, he's the only speech trainer in the game that you can do that with. Hmm. If you're interested in playing that way. Um, and if you side with Viola, um, she gives you a nice instrument, uh, the viola, to play. <laughs> now she becomes available for marriage. Oh really? So you, you, you can you can marry her if you choose. Well, she's got a nice house. Yeah, yeah. So that that's might not fun. Be have you guys ever done the thing yeah. where you move into their house? I've always brought them to my house. Have you guys ever done that? Where you yeah, move Uth- into house? Yeah, I've moved into Uthgard's house. Well, that's nice. Maybe I'll try to do that next next season. Oh, you know, I've never done that. I've never moved into the other person's house. Yeah, I was I always drag them to my crappy house. <laughs> So I never. Sad. I don't furnish. That's something I just don't do. I build the house. <laughs> I put in a few barrels so I can have places to store. That's it. And then you know I hire, you know everyone to come in and hang out. I like having the the mute. No, they're not called muses. What are they called? The singers. Bars, the bars. Yeah, I hire a bard to come in. Muses. <laughs> and have a have a house carl, and that sort of stuff. But they're all you know they don't even have chairs to sit in or anything. Oh God, Andrew. <laughs> That's Sarah, I don't know. I, I just like having the basic minimums, like my containers and stuff. I, I should really go ahead and. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's, seek out uh, the creature comforts. I think it's probably probably even sadder on my part. I mean, it's got to be twenty five percent of the countless hours I've spent in Skyrim have been like farting around in my, <laughs> you know, my hearth fire houses, arranging uh, shit and building stuff and everything else. So I, that's probably just as bad. <laughs> No, that's that's good. I I definitely remember the first time I played Hearthfire, spending lots of time uh, working around with the 
but, you know, but I feel like I kind of got my fill with the, the decorating part, and I would just either if I did decorate, I would always have the is it steward? Is that what they're called? I'd have the steward go out and decorate everything for me, just pay him to. Do oh right, yeah, for me. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still claim that I really like Hearthfire. I see lots of hate for it online sometimes. How it's a ah, it's all bullshit. waste of money. Right. So it is. Yeah. it's it's great. I love Hearthfire. It's worth well worth the five or six bucks, whatever you got to pay for it. Well, and and honestly, just to 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 mention mods a little bit, if you are, uh, if you do have a PC and you're playing with mods, uh, the Hearthfire engine, so to speak, or whatever the things that Hearthfire adds to the game, are used a lot by a lot of mods, um, and they make the mods better in many ways. So Hearthfire is is really good that way. Nice. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we've gotten through most of our city quest for Windhelm, so I believe that we will leave it there for this episode for this week for a Skyrim Attic Podcast Roundtable. Next week we will pick it up uh, with the the final um, quest for the Windhelm, and we will finish out the battles for the Civil War, and maybe have some other erroneous chit-chat. So thanks, <laughs> everyone, for listening. Uh, please tune in next week. Uh, we will all see you then. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. So long. Right, guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I messed that up pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I did. Seamless. <laughs> Should have given you more warning. No, I had this. I I started it at the right time. I had the sur- sound turned all the way down on that channel. I was gonna Oops. say, hey, Michael Fusroda. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Here, I'll play it now with audio. All right. Are we gonna take a quick break? Yeah, I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. All right. Oh, that was good. I'm gonna add it in afterwards. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll make this easier. I'll play it, and then I turned the audio all the way down on that channel so it didn't come up. Uh, I'm going to go get some coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode from Skyromatic Podcast. If you have a moment, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. You can contact any of the shows at skyromaticpodcast at gmail.com or for roundtable inquiries skyromroundtable at gmail.com You can find our video content on the Skyromatic channel on YouTube including 10 Minutes in Skyrim. Also, check out the links for Colin and Victor's channels in the show notes. The Modcast can be found on Tumblr at modcast.tumblr.com. You can find my other podcast, The Chatterbox, at chatterboxpodcast.com. Special thanks to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable opening and closing. You can check out his music on iTunes or YouTube. Just search Dan Bull. And thank you to Claire Lafar for the show artwork. You can check out her Etsy store at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And finally, a big thank you to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, Elder Scrolls Wiki, and Imperial Library for their incredible resources. Until next time. Who's rapping? Overkeen. Dragons are not overkeen. I'll dice them like a knife, slicing right through an aubergine. My dragon shelf flow is sweeter than a soda stream. You won't believe your eyes. I'm like an overload of dopamine. A broadsword in one hand and a magic spell in the other. I'm the last of the dragonborn. There's no other, my brother, so run for cover. If you've got scales, then I'm on your tail.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.